watching Chase Your Enthusiasm with your host, Chase Elaine O'Donnell. Chase Your Enthusiasm is a self-accountability experiment podcast where each week I give myself a new challenge to follow through on and then talk to you about how it went. Uh, that's just a little a little recap. If if you're new here, welcome. If you're back for episode seven, wow! Thanks for thanks for coming back. Thanks for thanks for hanging out with me. That's cool. <laughs> okay, moving on. Sometimes I don't know what I'm gonna say when there's a microphone in front of me. I just just words come out, and I go, Chase, come on. Which is funny because like I do stand up, which is just talking in front of a microphone. So you'd think I'd be better at it. Anyway, speaking of stand up, I thought I'd go over some of the stand up shows that I have coming up. So October 6th through 7th, I'll be at the Helium Comedy Club in Indiana featuring for Christina. And then, uh, and then October 9th, which is right after that, I will be at the Santa Monica Promenade in Santa Monica uh, for the Val show at six o'clock. That's more, I'm pretty sure I'm only going to be doing five minutes. So please don't go out of your way. Oh, Rolo jumped off the bed. He's ready to go. Don't go out of your way. You know, don't fly in for this one. It'll just be a quick little, <laughs> quick little chat with uh it says it's at the santa monica promenade i'm reading that thinking is this like you know how there's like street performers people that like juggle and sing like i think this might be a show just outside on the promenade and we'll just have a hat out for tips like we're doing comedy i think that's what what it's gonna be Anyway, I'll be posting about the shows on my Instagram at Chase underscore O'Donnell. See you there if if you want. No pressure. Okay, so time to share with you what the challenge this week is. This week's challenge is basic. It's a, you know, it's just your, it's a basic challenge. Maybe I'm basic. In theory, I love the idea of this challenge. In actuality, I don't love it as much. I've tried this challenge in my past many a times and have failed to keep it up. This challenge is also, I feel like I'm saying a riddle. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you what the challenge is. This week's challenge is journaling every day. Why? Well, because I feel like people who journal all the time are much more in tune with themselves. People who journal are very clear with how they feel about certain circumstances in their lives. Me? I'm wishy-washy. I can't tell you how I feel about this thing or that because I don't really take the time to sit with myself and contemplate how I feel about this thing or that. It's definitely easier to not think about things that are bothering me. I'd rather just put on Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, that sounds so much better than diving in to my brain and and looking at the cobwebs, Ooh, metaphorical cobwebs, but they're there. So I've talked about The Artist's Way before. It is a book that has 12 chapters and each chapter is 
supposed to be a week of exercises to help unblock the blocked creative artist inside of you. And what it says to do every day is wake up and write three pages long form, just getting everything in your mind and putting it on paper. It's a phenomenal book. I mean, I've done the artist way, I think five times. So obviously I've journaled every time I've done it because I have to. It's part of the program. It's called, it's called doing morning pages. You have to do it first thing in the morning when your mind just like is clear and just, you know, just write down anything and everything that comes to your mind. And they say that a lot of times the things that come to your mind is, ugh, I'm tired. Ugh, I don't want to be journaling. Ugh, I don't want to do this right now. This is wasting my time. But by time you get to page three, you've delved deep into something that is going on in your life that needs to be worked through. At least that's what they say is supposed to happen by the time you reach the third page. It doesn't always happen for me because I'm good at being like, no, nah, we're not going there. Back to what I ate yesterday. If you let yourself go there, you can go very deep because three pages is a lot. This is why I've stopped doing it because, uh, because it's a big commitment in the morning. By the time I finish journaling, it's it's noon. And I'm like, oh God, I, what happened to my day? Oh, I was journaling. That's why I've always, that's why I think I've always dropped the routine. It's just too time, it's too time consuming. I've got things to do and people to see. I can't be sitting here journaling. Now, I also, I used to journal in high school and it was way different. I would just pull out my journal when I was emotional and just go at it. It wasn't like a daily routine or something that I felt like, oh, I have to do this to figure out what's going on. I wanted to do it. I wanted to dive into what was going on in my life. And I had fun. You know, it was, it was more like, this is this is what's going on and how do I feel about it? And And now that to me sounds exhausting. It sounds just so exhausting. But like 15-year-old me was much more in tune with myself. I feel like I knew myself very well. I knew my opinions and what I thought about, I don't know, the world. No, I wasn't thinking about the world then. I just, I was, I was definitely just more just like authentically me. There are some people who are just wonderful at being authentically themselves without even trying. Um, and that is not, it's just, that's not who I am. My theory is, is that I'm a people pleaser. And after all these years of people pleasing, uh, I've gotten muddled with like, what do I actually think? What do I actually want? instead of what do you want and what's good for you. So I have to like get back into like me. Journaling is also just super cool to know that you have a time capsule of what was going on in your life at a certain point in time. It is really cool to be like, well, I have records of what I was thinking in high school because I don't remember. Anyways, I'm getting off track. I'm on a tangent because the point of this is not to document my life. The point of this is to, uh, to connect with me. You know, they say meditation is another way to do that or painting. And I'm just trying the, the writing 
version. So this week I want to journal in the morning, just like uh, the morning pages from The Artist's Way with the intent of dumping everything in my mind and putting it on paper. But I do want to figure out a different technique that works for me so that I get the, uh, that I reap the benefits of connecting with myself in the morning. Does connecting with myself sound sexual? That's because I don't know. I've said it a few times now and in the back of my mind, every time I'm like, Chase, this is inappropriate. And I just want to make sure that it's not taken that way. I mean the way like, <laughs> like <laughs> diving into your head to paper. Okay. I've made it clear. Good. Good. Just need to cover those bases. Before I jump into this week's challenge, I was actually lucky enough to talk with Katie Morton. She is a therapist. She posts videos on YouTube about therapy with, and she has millions of, of followers. And I got to meet her when I was in Austin a couple weeks ago. She came to the show um, to see Christina P. And I got to meet her in the green room and she's the most lovely human ever. And I couldn't believe that I hadn't seen her videos before. And I've like been just hooked on the information she has to offer. And what's funny is I was looking up like ways to journal or like why journaling is good for you because I'm like, you know, researching this week's topic and her video was the first video that popped up about journaling. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know her. I should ask her in person why journaling is so great. So I'm so happy to announce that uh, she's she's here live to tell us, or not live, this is a, a recorded conversation the two of us had on Zoom about, <laughs> okay, it was pre-recorded, not live, but you know what I mean. Uh, she's going to tell us about uh, why journaling is so beneficial. Um, okay, so Katie, thank you so much for hopping on this Zoom. Um, here's my first question for you. Okay. As a therapist, why journal? Journaling, there's a couple of reasons. The main two are, number one, when we write things down, we can kind of let go of it in our head a little bit getting things out of our head can stop rumination. It can stop kind of that like nasty self-talk we can get caught in and it just puts it out and it can also put it into perspective, right? Like if we see it out, we can read it and then we're like, oh, that sounds pretty bad or wow, I'm doing pretty good, right? And one thing I do with a lot of my patients is let's say I haven't seen them for six months and they start to kind of, you know, that negative self-talk gets in there and they're like, I haven't made any progress and things aren't doing very good. I'm like, let's look back, bring your journal next time let's look back to when we started and have them read some entries and they'll be shocked at how far they've come. And wow. so it's, it's kind of those two reasons. Like it helps us see our progress and it also helps get it out of our heads. And I'll even speak personally, journaling for me is a just, it's cathartic. It's like, I can get it out and then I don't feel like I need to think about it anymore. So even if I'm angry at someone, I'll like write a nasty letter and then tear it up. And then that like act of doing that just kind of gives me a space to put all the feelings that I'm dealing with. What advice do you give to people who have a tough time making journaling a regular routine? Because I've done the three pages longhand in the morning and it's, uh, it almost like in the morning, I'm like, I can't do this. This is going to take so long. I don't have the time. I don't want to get into it. So what are other like 
tactics or ways to approach journaling? That's a great question because a lot of people, even me sometimes. Did I ask it correctly? Do you know what I'm... I know exactly what you mean. Okay. Yes. Um, It's hard to get started and it's hard to write a lot sometimes, you know, you don't have to be like, dear diary today I got like, it doesn't have to be this like crazy long thing all the time. I encourage people to do this one simple task for an entire week. Okay. So one time every day for seven days. And I want you to jot down a little bit about how you're feeling. Just like a couple sentences, like two sentences. I'm feeling like trash or I'm feeling amazing. Here's why blah, blah, blah. That's it. I'm writing it down. Okay. Yeah. So how are you feeling? Check in and then do this for seven days and then jot down how you're feeling after. And the things I want you to do for those seven days is I want you to write two things that you are working on. That's usually pretty easy for us, especially if we're struggling with negative thoughts. We're like, I'm working on a lot. So like two, poof, easy. Mm -hmm. Two things you're grateful for. Easy. Okay. Two. Yeah. Okay. And two things you're looking forward to. And the looking forward to is probably the most, well, I mean, they're all important, but if we're struggling with any kind of depression or suicidal thoughts, the looking forward is really important. And I'll, I think just doing those things helps us not only recognize it doesn't, it's not toxic positivity, right? Cause we're like, I'm still working on things like shit's not all good all the time, but then also we're moving into like, but I'm grateful for this. You know, I have a roof over my head and keep it simple. Like I can I can still see, I can still breathe. I'm alive, you know, keep it as simple as possible or as simple as you need to, I guess. And then, you know, looking forward is always important. Keeps us motivated. Also lets us know that there are things worth living for. Like I'm looking forward to fall. It's my favorite season and the weather got cooler here in Texas and I am super excited and I want to buy like every sweater. That's a simple thing. (laughs) I'm looking forward to pumpkin spice lattes. Yes. Yes. And I love Thanksgiving. I know not everybody does, but it's my favorite holiday. That and Halloween, which are both fall based. So like, I love the fall. Right, (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. That's one of your things. Done. You're just, you're just, um, you're taking these questions exactly where you should. (laughs) My next question piggybacks off that. Perfect. My question was, how long do you have to journal in the morning? to make it count. Cause a lot of times I'll write one page and I'm like, I didn't do it. It has to be three pages. Oh, is that enough? Yes. Two things I'm working on, two things I'm grateful for and two things I'm looking forward to. And that counts. Yes. That in, in my mind, at least in my experience, that counts. I tell my patients that all self-care items, things that we're going to do to better ourselves shouldn't take hours. That's hard. It's in it. That's a, a steep level to entry, right? We're like, Oh, I don't have that time. And if we're not morning people, like I'm not a morning person, I'm not going to get up and do that. I'm not going to get up early, but I can do five minutes or maybe 10 minutes max. Right. And so making things that are easily achievable and you don't have to set aside a bunch of time makes it more likely that we'll be able to continue it because outside of, let's say like the artist way, like you finished it, then you're like, Oh, thank God. I don't have to do all that writing anymore. Right. We, we, I don't want that to happen. I'd rather it be like, Oh, I keep doing this. And this is just a new habit that I've formed because I feel like the goal of therapy is like to help us form healthier habits that we can continue as long as we need to continue them. Yeah. I love that. And then, um, this is, this is the last question just to mm-hmm. tie it in a bow here. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a difference in clients you've worked with that start journaling? Like what mm-hmm. progress have you seen from people that journal every day? Yeah, 100% ton, a lot more progress. I think there's a couple of things kind of depends on what we're working on, but I think the 
in as a therapist, one of my main goals is what I'd call emotional insight, meaning that instead of feeling like my emotions tell me what to do, I recognize them and I'm able to decide how I want to use them or not. And I feel like that, that component is difficult, but not impossible. And through journaling, it's made so much easier because even personally through my own therapy, my own journaling, I've learned like patterns of triggers and how I respond and you start to see it. That's kind of why I like to keep the record because sometimes I can go back and be like, Oh my God, I'm doing that thing again. I don't like that. I don't like that. And those relationships don't work. And like, it's, it's terrible. Right. And so if we can get some of that insight, it can help us make more lasting change. So that's the biggest thing. And then the second is just kind of even taking, I guess, a step back is like being able to identify what we're feeling and not just feel overwhelmed. Just that's what I hope to get out of it is being clear with what's going on in myself. I and that's that's what I see the most. Yeah, because it can feel we can feel like, oh, if we've been stuffing things down, which is just we all do it. Let's just let's call it what it is. We all stuff down so we can continue forward. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, the stuffing down becomes overwhelming. And then the thought of not stuffing is like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's like gonna like I can't tell you how many people online and patients will be like. Well, if I just start opening myself up to my feelings, I'm going to drown in them. And I'm like, no, they are like waves, but they will come and they will go. And they might feel like a lot at first, because let's remember, we haven't been feeling any. So it's going to feel like a lot because it's going from zero to maybe 10. Well, that's a lot, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not. And so journaling allows us to kind of trickle them in little by little. I always encourage people through journaling, if we're really struggling to identify how you're feeling, like I'm. Uh, let's say in your, what I'm grateful for, or what I'm looking forward to, there's some emotion words. We don't know what to put to it. You can get online. And I think it's just like feelingswheel.com. It's a beautiful feelings wheel um, full of colors. And you can use that to kind of find what you're feeling. And you can start in the middle because those feelings are like big word feelings, like ones that were like, I'm angry, I'm happy. And then you can get out as you get better, like out to the outskirts, which are more things. They're a little more nuanced. Like I feel disappointed or I'm just, I'm just a little lethargic today. I guess coloring it more to, to describe maybe more specifically how you're feeling when you feel able to do it. Um, so that, yeah, I think that, that a couple minutes is great. I think that that emotional insight you can gain from journaling regularly is really beneficial. And I truly believe anybody can benefit from it and you don't have to spend like hours doing it. Perfect. Well, I can't thank you enough for answering my questions. I'm yeah, keep me posted. <laughs> I will. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you or find your and see your videos? Yeah, so my, I have a YouTube channel. It's just my name, Katie Morton, K-A-T-I-M-O-R-T-O-N. I also have a podcast, Ask Katie Anything, wherever you can find podcasts where I answer mental health questions. And yeah, I mean, everything on social media is just Katie Morton. You can find me. Yay. And definitely go find her because what a gem of a human. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. Isn't she just lovely? I'm more excited than ever to get started on this challenge. I'm going to definitely do my best, see what I can do to make this a habit that I can continue on even after this week. And uh, when, when we come back, future me will tell you how this week went. All right. See you very soon. Hey, welcome.
to my sit down comedy show. It's so nice of you. It's so nice of you to be here. Thanks for coming out. How we're all doing good? Good, good, good. People say I'm too nice, too nice to a fault. But trust me, you do not want to be on my bad side because when you're on my bad side, <laughs> uh, my journal is gonna hear all about you. So watch out. You know what I mean. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for coming out tonight. Um, have a good one. That's my time. All right, it was just a quick intermission today. Hi, it's me from the future here to tell you how my week of journaling went. So the first day I did try morning pages just to give it one more shot before throwing it out the door. And I was right. I didn't need to try it again. I, my feelings on it were correct. It was, it took me so long. I kept getting sidetracked and like whatever I would journal about, I'd be like, oh, let me, let me see if Amazon sells whatever I was just thinking about. Um, if writing was a conversation, this would have all been small talk. Nothing went deep. So thank you, next. Thanks, Ariana. Okay, so the next day I tried Katie's technique. Katie's technique, the two, two, and two. That was much easier to just kick off the day with that. Um, I enjoyed it. I just, it was so quick. It was so short. I was like, I really did it? That's it? Okay. So, I mean, I can, I can stick to that for sure. The next day I had a plane ride to Oklahoma where I, um, I just got back from Oklahoma. I had five shows there with Christina P. They were so exhilarating. I'm going to use the word exhilarating. It was so fun. This is just a sidetrack. Um, I got to meet a few people that listened to the podcast. It was so cool meeting you. Um, and also, also just another side note, I found out this week that um, this podcast is number three in Ukraine for stand-up comedy in that category. But um, listen, if you're listening from Ukraine, thank you. Thanks for listening in Ukraine. We're also number 21 in um, uh, stand-up comedy uh, in the USA. So that's like, I'll take it. That's amazing. I'm I'm really, really grateful for everybody listening to this. So anyways, back to the journaling. I, I had a plane ride. That's where I decided I would do my journaling. The flight was three hours. I journaled the entire plane ride. I started with the two, two, and two, and it kind of just like kept flowing. I got so much onto paper. I have to get a new journal. By the way, how cute is this journal? It says she turned her cans into cans and her dreams into plans and it's sparkly and silver. But anyways, it's like right up my alley. I journaled one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine pages of journaling. And here I was like stressed out about three, but just the switch to like making it a list was so much better for me. The, it just was straight to the point and then I was able to just get everything out. It was it was really phenomenal. I'm drinking pumpkin pumpkin cheesecake tea from David's tea. Just taking a sip of tea break. 
Okay, so after my nine-page saga, then I let things go a little downhill because I was being on tour. Um, my schedule gets all topsy turvied. I have to say, I I get jet lagged, and then the shows are at night. So I drink a lot of caffeine to stay awake for the shows and then I'm up all night and then I sleep all day and I'm just like all messed up. So I didn't really have this like consistent schedule where I journal at the same time every day, but I still managed to do the the quick two feelings, two whatever. Let's see what I wrote. This might be too personal. I don't know. Two feelings, tired and overwhelmed. Sounds about right. Two things I'm working on, journaling every morning and being honest. Two things I'm grateful for, my family and I said the shows that I did in Oklahoma. And two things I'm looking forward to, the fall and seeing Rolo. Rolo's my roommate's dog. Um, so easy. I picked up Becoming, a guided journal for discovering your voice by Michelle Obama. We've all heard of her. And I got this journal before the pandemic. It's empty. I've never, I've never used it. I'm completely empty. So I was like, well, maybe this week I can do a guided journal. Maybe that's going to help me. I didn't even, I didn't even take it out of the suitcase. So it goes to show as much as I want to do Michelle Obama's guided journal book. It's more of a chore. What did you do as a child when school let out from summer? And it's kind of, this one says, describe your community and how it has evolved over the past decade. She, I believe, said this is the type of stuff she was writing about when she wrote her book, Becoming. So this like helped her figure out what she wanted to say and find her voice. I think it's also important to find your voice just in life, not if you're writing a book, but just to know your voice and what you want to say in this in this world. All in all, I would say this challenge was a success. I journaled more than I have combined in the past year this week. So and like actually got something out of it. Um, so I'm really happy with how it went per usual. I usually I there hasn't been a challenge yet where I've been like, Nope, hated it. I, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this one. I'm working on not being so hard on myself, not having a consistent schedule, therefore not having the same time that I can write every day, but just like working on letting that go and not being so hard on myself for not doing it at the same time every day. Calm down, Chase. Like at least you're doing it. And letting go of the idea that every time I journal, I have to have an epiphany. I really put this pressure on myself to be like, all right, figure it out here we go. Oh, you didn't figure it out with your, you know, just like little journal session. Well, then you didn't do it right. So those are, sometimes my brain can be mean. So that that's like kind of rude, what my brain says to me there. Okay, on to other things I enjoyed this week. Obviously, Oklahoma was a huge highlight. I was at Bricktown Comedy Club with Christina. I got to meet so many people after the shows and I sold out a merchandise. I have to uh, I have to get some more. Gotta make an order. Christina and I stayed at the the Omni Hotel, which is a really nice hotel. And let me tell you, that brought joy into my life. That was so nice. I took a 
bath, a candlelit bath, because I bring candles with me on the road. Um, I don't know if they really allow you to bring candles and lighters and do that in the hotel room. But anyways, I, I, oh, I was in heaven. It was so nice. And they had like, you know, the free uh, bathrobes. So I was like wearing a bathrobe and just highlight for sure. And then finally, Christina and I on tour have been doing this fun thing where we've been watching uh, romantic comedies backstage in the green room. So between shows, we usually have an hour or two to spare. And we put on Moxie, uh, which is a Netflix movie and say uh, the other one was uh to all the boys i once loved or one of those one of those I, it just was so fun watching romantic comedies they really do i think that really is my favorite type of movie what made you smile this week what brought you joy i want to know every week i've been picking a card to kind of just set the tone for the following the upcoming week so let's see these are i'm back to the artist way cards just because that was kind of our theme this week with journaling. Play. Play can make a workaholic very nervous. Fun is scary. Okay, so I guess what that's telling us is to go have fun, which you know I like. I like that. I'm trying to think something fun I could do this week. I don't know, like coloring. <laughs> is that fun? Let's see what this book says. This is the tiny book of tiny pleasures. So let's just randomly pick a tiny pleasure. <gasps> it landed on a whistling kettle. Well, speak of the devil, you know I love tea. I'm drinking, like I said, pumpkin cheesecake tea. But okay, that one other one. Marshmallows melting in your hot chocolate. That's pretty nice. And then this one says snooze. Ugh, when you can snooze your alarm. That's so nice, isn't it? Okay. We get we get the picture. So thanks again so much for tuning in to this week. Would you do me a favor? I had lunch with a few of my friends this past week and we brought up um, the challenges that I've been doing. We were talking about it and they were they were trying to come up with like challenges that they thought would be fun and it was just like super cool to hear what other people's ideas of like uh holding themselves accountable to certain things would be one of my friends said uh studying being a medium someone that talks to the dead i just thought it was so fascinating what other people came up with what challenges they were interested in i'd love to hear what challenges you would make for yourself um it might inspire me as well and I, I want to um, brainstorm fun challenges. So let me know if anything pops to mind, if there's ever been something where you're like, I wish I did this all the time, but I have never followed through with it. Just let me know. Or, or if you want to keep that to yourself, keep it to yourself. You know what I mean? No pressure here. Also, if you have done any of the challenges from week one till now, please let me know and let me know how it went. Um, I'd love to hear from you and see if you're doing any of the challenges or if you're making up your own and trying stuff out. So let me know. Have a stellar week. And yes, I said stellar. <laughs> okay, boomer. Um, get out there and chase your enthusiasm. Bye.